Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hope you guys are having a great Sunday so far. Today's podcast is going to be a little different. You know, normally I like to give you a show where I'm intertwined, me going out and me uh, pitching topics, giving my opinion, playing audio for you. Not today. Today, my dad for a couple of weeks mentioned, hey, I want to go see my brother because my uncle just moved to Palm Coast. My uncle Harold was the mayor of Richmond Hill. And then when you hear Richmond Hill, you're probably like, oh, don't know what that is. Richmond Hill is in Georgia. It is the town directly south of Savannah, Georgia. So he was the mayor. Then he served out his two terms, then moved to Jacksonville after he retired to be closer because my uncle, my uncle Harold grew up in Florida and wanted to be back in Florida, but moved to Jacksonville, was there. My mom and dad would go visit him up there, but he moved from Jacksonville to Palm Coast. And that's only an hour away from where my dad lives. And my dad needs this. My dad needs to see his brother because my dad's brother, middle brother, Rick, just ended up dying. He, he, he died a couple of months ago and it was really, really sad. Like, and I've explained this and I don't want to go back into it, but it was like one of the first times I see, I've, I've seen my dad get emotional. So I'm just trying to lay it out and let you know why we went up there. My dad being with his eldest brother was very, very important. So I took him up there to visit with them today. And I told him I'll go, but I'm trying to keep my streak alive. I'm trying to do a podcast and, and it's very important. And I told him if I go with you, I want to be able to record audio throughout the day. And that's what today's podcast is. It's a bunch of random clips of me recording stuff throughout the day. So you can hear what I'm up to. I wanted to be able to kill two birds with one stick. I know that's cliche to say, but that's what I wanted to do. So I hope you enjoy today's audio. I'll be back and forth in between clips that I'm about to play. Questions, comments, concerns, compliments, or do you just want to tell Tuttle to fuck off? In any event, contact Tuttle, Tuttle at gmail.com. It's uh, Tuttle with two Ds, dumbass. So, uh, just got done eating, had some fish, quail. Mom tried to get rid of me today. She tried to kill me. I mean, it's really smart. I knew my mom was always a little conniving and behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm recording right now. Hey mom, what's up? Why'd you try to kill me with a fish bone? Come on, talk. I'm just going to ask you whatever if you're not going to talk to me. Hello? Come on, my, you're giving me a lot of editing. I got to edit all this, these dead spaces out because you're not talking. Ah. You gave me that meat with the fish, the bone in it on purpose, right? You, like, I talked to Miss Teresa and she, I, she didn't come out and say, hey, I agree with you because the Fowler women have to stick together. And I'm sure you're cutting her in on the insurance policy. Oh, yeah? No, because, well, listen, I, I'm sure the 401k might not be the greatest right now with the economy. And you and dad were like, hey, we have to make sacrifices. Uh-huh. Let's get rid of the kid. We'll be able to live on. Let's insurance policy. How much did you take out on me? $5,000. Oh, I'm worth more than 5000 Damn. I can scheme. I could I could hustle for $5,000 and Oak Hill. So, but yeah, I, but the quail was amazing. Uncle Harold was great. They got a nice house here. Very nice house. It was great to see my cousin too. I haven't seen her in, what do you think? 15 years? 10, 15 years? No, and I went out, helped out Uncle Harold. We moved things around. What what was it? Uh, everything was going. Oh, the plug. The plug for the dryer does not match up to the plug that's already on the wall right now. No, it's just, it's just the way it is. So, but I want to get some time 
with Uncle Harold and Dad a little bit here. So, and Dad, Dad's been helping me out a lot too. Here's Uncle Harold. I, Uncle Harold does way too much. He needs to just relax. I'll start coming up here to take care of him. So, you like the fish? Did you eat any of the fish, Mom? Yes. Oh, you did. That was good. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not much. In. I I love the quail. The quail was absolutely amazing. So, Dad, I gotta ask you, okay? Like Uncle Harold, he's older than you, right? How is he getting around better than you? Like, you know, the, you had a rougher life earlier, right? They probably beat you up and stuff. Yep. They did. That's what happened. Yeah, you know. Now, let me ask. Well, now, I always, growing up, I always saw Uncle Harold as the smart one, the one that, that had self-control, the kind of like the patriarch of the brothers. Now, Rick was the tough one. Like, he was the one that, he was like the enforcer. Like, if you had a problem with somebody, you went to Rick, and Rick took care of it for you. And you were the baby, and I know your game. You were like me. You know, what's amazing about this whole thing, Dad, is that you used to give me a hard time about being a mama's boy. And and the more and more I learned and grew up, you were me. You were the mama's boy. I'm sure Miss Thelma, like, took care of you, right? And you knew it. Like, I, I, I'm i going to talk to Uncle Harold here, but I, I'm going to ask him. You knew how to play it, right? Like, you, even though your mom was tough, you knew how to say certain things to be able to get what you wanted, right? He was not a mama. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He was not a mama's boy? He was a daddy's boy. Oh, he was? Oh, see, now I was wrong. But but I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure Ernest, like, definitely took care of him, right? Oh, wait, wait, you Bull crap. He never laid a belt on me. Smaller. Yeah. I don't remember it. So, but no, you know, I, I know. It's just, you know, Uncle Harold, like I said, he was the patriarch of the family. You know, he took care of you guys. Hell, he was a mayor. Do you think you would ever be a mayor with the skeletons in your closet? <laughs> I don't think so. No. See, Uncle Harold knew. Like, I'm sure he did some stuff back in the day that he maybe didn't want people to know about, but he was smart about it. He 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 took care of it. And if there was somebody who was going to talk, back in the day, you guys could make somebody disappear over an archer and stuff, right? Like, he got rid of those people. Good. And I'm just joking. My Uncle Harold didn't put a hit out on anybody. Hint, hint. He could have. He was the mayor. Very powerful man. Oh. And and you know what? Uncle Harold was smart. You want to know why? He married in. He, he looked at it. He married. He saw a woman with a great position, worked in the FBI. So look at that. That's a power couple in Richmond Hill. You got the mayor woman in the FBI. And listen, Teresa will not admit this, and I'm not even going to ask her because I don't want to get her in trouble. Um, I'm sure she could have somebody audited. Like if like if somebody like really, really like made her mad, she could call one of her people in the FBI and be like, hey, you might want to check into this person. Looks like he didn't pay his taxes. Let's take care of him. Check it out. Come on. She winked at me. It's true. Yeah, she winked at me. This is all parody and jokes, right? I don't want you to think I'm taking it seriously. All right. Paying you no attention. Oh, so, Uncle Harold, maybe you can tell me. All right, so um, if I'm going to be in Oak Hill for a little while, I'm thinking about going and running for the Oak Hill City Council. I could easily take care of it. I know I could. These slack jaws over there can't, wouldn't know what to, I, I just show them one thing, they'll vote for me, and then I'm just going to cut back deals, you know, in Oak Hill. I think that would be great. What do you think? Promise everybody a turkey in the bottom. And the- <laughs> Yep. I'll definitely do that. No, I'm going to go around to all the businesses. I'm going to let them know and be like, hey, I'm going to give you this. Then I'm going to switch it around and they're going to have to pay me like a monthly fee. That's a, that's what politics is, right? Having having powerful friends. Nerd, radio personality, and hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. <laughs>
Puddles Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. Play in live poker games on your mobile device, play in tournaments at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. They doubled the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. It's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411507. That's 411507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. What's up, guys? Coming up in this next clip, this is kind of like a little bit of a clip show. I'm playing you stuff, random audio pieces throughout my day because I went up, visited family. I told my dad I would go with him if I could record throughout the day and he would not get mad. And he said, okay, that's fine. I know you're working. This is your job now. This is how you're making income. You're trying to build something with your radio career. Yes, I want to get back on radio, but he knows that this podcast is very, very important to me. So, in the next clip you're about to hear, it's it's kind of long, but this is like an accumulation of our ride home from Palm Coast to Volusia County, Oak Hill, Florida. Hope you guys enjoy. Oh, hold on. Hello. Test, test, test. Yes. Almost home. As you heard earlier, me, my mom, my dad, we went up to Palm Coast. Yeah, they're on Palm Coast. Got to see my cousin. I've not seen in forever. I'd say at least got to be a decade, but I think it's more. At least 15. Got to see her. That was kind of cool. Cause I got I got a lot of got a lot of cousins that I have not seen through my life. And it's not because, you know, we don't like them or, you know, where there's a rift. No, they just live further apart. Mom, how many times do you think I think I can count it on one hand that I've seen uh Uncle Jimmy's kids? Yeah, as I'm saying. I I don't think it's that many times. Yeah. What? That's about what last time you would have seen them. Dad, I, that's bullshit. That's bullshit because Adam and Alan, there's, I haven't seen, I haven't seen them. Of course I haven't. You know what? Maybe I did see Belinda at one of the reunions because I, there was a couple of the reunions I went to. So, but I mean, so much of it like blends in, but we're on our way back. Almost uh, going into Edgewater. Got to get to Oak Hill. I hope you guys are enjoying this audio that I'm doing because I'm trying to multitask. Uh, You know, I, I record throughout the day and then my OCDs and how much I edit, I go overboard and it takes me forever. And I don't like being up until 11 editing this stuff when I've been working on it all day. But I'm keeping my streak alive, guys. I'm definitely keeping my streak alive. Uh, Tomorrow will be the 14th day in a row that I've done a podcast. No, actually, today is 14 days. I got to remember. 14 days today that I've been doing a podcast. And I know that doesn't seem like a lot, but it is. So I'm, you know, no other podcast. I I did some research. I I looked. I don't see many, many podcasters that have done this many days in a row. I've seen YouTubers do it. I've seen a lot of YouTubers, but not seen many podcasters. I'm just wanting to see how many I can do. I could not find a world record because, you, you know, there's like a world record for everything. I could not find a world record for most consecutive days of doing a podcast. I got to slow down a little bit and pay attention to what I'm doing because people will get tickets here. This road is built for faster than the speed limit here. Am I right or am I wrong? You're right. Because it gets 40 and this is a four lane highway through here. Yes, there's a lot of residential areas. It could at least be 45. And not only it goes from goes from 55 to 45 to 40. Then when you get to the railroad tracks here, it goes down to 35. And I, I think they do it on purpose just to try to write a ticket. And I'm not one of those people that thinks that cops have quotas. No, I mean, I don't know. Cops always say that they don't have ticket quotas. But I mean, what what do you expect them to say? Do you think they would actually admit it if cops had the right quotas? Nah, they're not going to admit that. 
But I, I would like to think that they don't have quotas, that they're just writing tickets to be writing tickets because they already ding us on taxes and they're going to get us for that. But yeah, no, they get it. I've never gotten a ticket through here. No, you know what? One night I did get pulled over on here. I wasn't speeding, but it was because I had a headlight out and I did not know that. And the cop didn't write me a ticket for it. He was actually kind of cool. All right, I'm stopping by the store. Yeah. Oh, come on, people. Jesus, bitch. You're supposed to walk your bike across the street, not ride it. I'm going to go to Shell. Shell Station. Is that okay? I mean, where do you want to go? I'm Look, I'm your chauffeur. Shell. Shell Station. Uh, you want the white boys or the bush boys? White boys. We're gonna get those crackers. That's what I call the Miller Lite because you know what? Oh, holy crap. I don't know if I should talk about this on the podcast because I just had a brilliant marketing idea. So I can always take this out, but I gotta tell you. So the Miller Lights, they're they're the white boys. They're white cans, so you can call them the white boys, okay? But what does that sound make when you twist that cap off? It cracks, right? So you can call them, go up to the store, give me a nine pack of those white crackers. There <laughs> you go. No, I'm just I I'm going to send that. Guys, it's gonna get stolen if I keep it on the podcast. <sighs> Anyways, it's a bad idea. You know what? Miller Lite does not have enough balls to run that because they would get pissed off that white people would be mad because they called the beers white crackers. Trust me, if I still drink, I would definitely drink them more if they were called white crackers. I'd be like, hey, let's go get some white crackers. I don't know. Maybe maybe I think it's funnier than than what it is, but I'm just telling you. Miller Lite would sell a lot more of those white tall boy cans with the twist tops if they were called white crackers. Get out of your way. Maybe that's why. That's that's a problem with the youth. Got their phones in their hands all the time. Um, and a uh, can of Grizzly, just in case. I don't have to come back help. How you doing? You guys don't sell bacon in here, do you? No? No. Oh, man. I guess would, I think you clean up and start carrying some grocery items, like some eggs and stuff. My store is getting smaller and smaller with the other stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, I'm telling you, you got to ramp it up, man. Screw this economy. Just go for it. I know it's not a problem, but my space is getting less. Oh, okay. But I think your idea is not a bad idea at all, you know? All right. Have a good one. Told you. Hold on. Got my mom riding in the back. Here, mom. They didn't have bacon. I told you guys an Indian store would not have bacon. But they also, that's a cow thing. I don't know if that guy's Indian. Definitely Muslim. I, either Muslim or Indian. <clears throat> I go in there and talk all the time. You know what? That guy, I've offered him. I've offered him. And guess what? The other gas station. Hold on. Give me a second. The other gas station. So I had Sunoco. So every time I go out, guys, I'm, I'm having to be like a businessman when it comes to my podcast. And I'm trying to just ask business. Hey, you want to try a couple of weeks for free on my podcast? See if you get anything. This guy, like I've given my number to him two or three times. And I'm like, okay. You don't want free help? Won't give it to you. Now, the guy at the Sunoco, he's already contacted me. So I'm going to go with him. But before... That motherfucker there got enough badness. Who? This guy. Oh, yeah. But, well, I mean, okay. But, I mean, if somebody comes to you and says they're going to... Maybe there's no way he knows. So he doesn't know my past or anything. But why would you turn... I'm going to give you free advertisement. Gay kid still work in there. Gay kid? Oh, I haven't seen it. Yeah, you're right. He's a big dude. Like, like 6'3", six, 6'4", six, but yeah, I, I agree with mom. He is a little... Yeah, he's definitely got some homosexual tendencies. Speaking of homosexual tendencies, uh, before I got in the car and I didn't have the phone going at the time, but I want to revisit this because I got to get this on audio. So we were talking about Indian people and they can't eat cows. But I said, if things got really, really bad in India, do you think an Indian guy, a practicing, I don't know, what do you call them? Hindu? Is it Hindu? 
Hindu. Yeah, the Hindus. If a, if a practicing Hindu was starving, like he got really, really bad. The economy got bad. Nobody was getting any food, could not buy food. Would they eat a cow if it came down to it? And I say, yes, you're not going to let yourself die. Yes, you, your religion, you are. But isn't that like committing suicide kind of though? Like if you, if you have a way to help yourself out and you don't do it, I think your God would be okay. That's strong about their religions. Yeah, but I don't think your God would want you to die if you could do something, right? I mean... Maybe he tells them not to. But, all right, but then how my brain works, I I, I came up and I told my mom and dad, that would be like me if Nazis, like if the Nazi, if the SS was still around and they came and they kidnapped my family, my mom and dad, and they're not Jewish, so they're not doing it. They're just randomly kidnapping my mom and dad. And they had my mom and dad and they contacted me, brought me to this lair that they're holding my mom and dad. And they said, the only way you can save your parents' life is you have to go gay. And I'm like, I would, I'm not gay, but I would willing to take one in the mouth not in the mouth. Well, I don't know. I would do everything except anal. I'm not taking it in the rear to save you, save you guys. I'm sorry. Is that? Are we okay with that? I mean, are you okay with that? I'm okay with that. Now, if it, you know what, though? To be honest, I say that I wouldn't because I'm trying to save face with my audience because I don't want them to think that I do have some gay tendencies. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that, you know what? If it came down to it, Nazis really did have a... And by Nazis, Dad, you got to go for detail. That's what radio broadcasting is about. You have to go into all the details. These Nazis, they had a Ruger. And you always said you would want a Ruger, right? Like, oh, yeah. Because they're worth some money, right? Nine millimeter. A, a Ruger was like the handgun, like the sidearm of the Nazis, right? Yeah. So that was it. So, but I said that I would definitely go gay to save my parents. And all you guys that did the American Legion like completely close up shop or what? Wait, done? Well, they couldn't have people. I, they didn't do 25% now. Listen, you know what? They're not even doing 25%. That tailgater's place, as soon as they opened up, they didn't even like slow it down. They just opened up the floodgate. But back to what I was saying. Yes. I would do, it's not that I'm gay. No, I'm not gay. I like women, but I would definitely do that if I had to save my parents in case Nazis had them held hostage. And it's just the way that it is. And and I stand by my original statement that an Indian, a practicing Hindu, would eat a cow if shit really got bad in India. I mean, it is bad, but I mean, they got just a lot of people there. What I'm saying is when it comes down to it, your God that you worship would not want you to die if there's something you could do to save your own life. There's a cop right there, but he has no jurisdiction here, does he? Edgewater. Edgewater, can Edgewater, like if they wanted to mess with you, they could? So it's not like what you see on the TV, like those movies where like the Duke boys, the Dukes, Dukes of Hazard, if they could just get out of Hazard County, Boss Hog couldn't chase them across county lines. Because it's, because it's run by the county now. Yeah, but Edgewater's not county. Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio.
Huddle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by PocketPairClub.com. Play in live poker games on your mobile device, play in tournaments, at cash tables, or just for fun. They have Texas Hold'em and Pot Limit Omaha. They double the first deposit bonus. There's a daily $1,000 free roll and a $50,000 nightly tournament. It's all certified by Gaming Labs. Use referral ID 411507. That's 411507 when you visit PocketPairClub.com. All right, welcome back, guys. Before I get into more of the audio that I recorded of my day while I was hanging out with my mom and dad when we went and saw my Uncle Harold because he just recently moved from Richmond Hill, went to Jacksonville, and is now in Palm Coast, and we wanted to go visit him. So we did that today. But before I get into the rest of the audio from my day, I wanted to play a bit from the one and only Charlie Alamo. And I, I, I got to take a second and just thank Charlie, because when I started this podcast, it was just me and me only. And it really made me feel good about what I was doing when people reached out to me and told me that they wanted to help me out, be a part of the content that I'm putting out. Before I even started my podcast, Charlie, he reached out to me. Great, great radio guy. He's in, I think he's 30. Uh, Yeah, he is 30. But he's a radio guy, just like me, trying to make it in this business. And he works at a public radio radio station up in Montana. He is a big, big fan of radio, just like I was. He He's a fan of Howard. He's listened to Bubba. Uh, he lived in Florida a while, so he knows all those Florida radio guys. I just want to give Charlie some props because he's been helping me out doing productions. He originally started out doing the commercials for me, but I would rather have Charlie more as a co-host because I think me and Charlie have good chemistry when we're talking back and forth, when we're just going back and forth having a conversation. He's good on his feet. And that's what I want more of him to do. You know, I I explained to him, I was like, hey, I got this other guy, Josh. He's from Canada. He wants to help me out. He wants to start doing some production pieces for me. I still want you to do your bits, Charlie, because I I really do think your bits are funny. Not everybody is going to like them, but in my opinion, me being a radio guy, I've never been great at doing recorded scripted bits. I've never been really, really good at it. And now Manson, you know, Manson, Manson, from the Bubble Love Sponge Show was brilliant. He was brilliant. He is a goddamn master. He's like the Tiger Woods of produced bits, songs, parodies. Manson is brilliant. But Charlie, he's he's new. He's trying to make it in the business. And I think some of the stuff he puts out is great. So I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. But first, I want to play a bit from Charlie Alamo. Now, this audio that I'm going to play after Charlie's bit, I'm out trying to cook some of the quail. My my uncle, my uncle Harold, sent a whole bunch of quail home that he wanted me to cook. And then I saw my good friend who used to live here at the Hobo Fish Camp, Ivor. Ivor is from Great Britain. I don't know exactly what what part of England he's from, but I do know that he supports the Wolverhampton Wolves in the Premier League. We talk Premier League soccer all the time. Now, you're going to hear this audio, and you're going to be like, oh, why does Tuttle sound weird? I'm going to admit something. You, If you listen closely, you know every once in a while, I dip. I put in some smokeless tobacco, some chew, dip, whatever you want to call it. I've dipped. I used to dip a lot more, especially because in, in when when I, I say a dip, I'm not trying to make excuses. It was stupid. It's a nasty habit. I, I know that. It's a really, really nasty habit. And I, and I know that. And I've been trying to cut back, but every once in a while, I'll have a dip. So when you hear this piece of audio, I'm going to sound a little weird, but it's because I had a dip in my mouth and I'm not proud of it. I got bad habits. 
I've cut out a lot of them so far, and this is the last one that I really, really gotta get away from. Like I said, it's cut back. I used to be a can-a-day dipper, but I'm not anymore. Maybe once or twice a week, I'll have a dip, and it's usually when I get stressed out. Listen, guys, I've I've cut out a lot of the vices that I have. I, I'll admit, I got a very, very addictive personality, and I'm trying to get rid of this last one, so just bear with me on the way I sound with this, because in true white trash, redneck, okay fashion, Volusia County, showing up hardcore, I have a dip in my mouth during this interview. This is Jimmy G for Jimmy G's Autos. You in the market for a new fucking car? Come the fuck down. You in the market for a new fucking truck? Come the fuck down. You in the market for a new SUV? Come the fuck down. You in the market for a bus? I'll go out on the street, steal the cocksucker, then I'll sell the fucking thing to you. Oh, by the way, no shitbox trade-ins. We don't play that fucking game around here. Maybe your car's broken. Take it to fuck somewhere else. We don't fucking work on cars. We sell. This is Jimmy G's Auto. We're gonna put you in a fucking car today. Hold on. I gotta come over here. I gotta talk to Ivor. What's up? Not much. What's up with you? Hey, let me ask you. I've always wondered this. Is, um, limey like the same thing as, say, an N-word for black people? Limey. No. Is that a bad thing? Is that a derogatory no, you're, term? You're in, that means you're English. All right. That's so it. I always thought that's why, you know. Yeah. It's slang for English. Well, you okay. know why? Why? Because when the English were exploring the world in ships. Yeah. They have uh, lines, lines for for scurvy. For, for yeah. scurvy. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's why they got... Yeah. Wait, they called them lime... Uh, see, I always thought limey was a derogatory... No, no. Is there, is there a derog derogatory term for that you English? call... Yeah, like stuff that you hate? <laughs> Wow. A wanker is a Amer No, we're, we're the Yanks, right? They call us Yanks. Yankees, yeah. Yeah, so... Are you ready for Premier League football to be back? When's it going to start, do you think? I don't know, man. I'm, I'm getting, you know, with this whole coronavirus, we wow. were lined up to get Jordan Sancho. Present day Tuttle here, present day Tuttle. Going back and listening to this now, I'm officially, I'm quitting dipping. I sound like absolute dog shit in this audio. And now it's not looking like Manchester was going to pull the plug. We know Manchester's got the money. Oh, shit, yeah. Yeah. They're just, they're being cheap. Yep. So, would you guys like... Do you like quail? Quail? Yeah, quail. I don't know. Well, I went to see my uncle, and he gave us a ton of quail, and I'm not going to be able to eat it all. It needs to be cooked in the next couple of days. So it's... It's, it's, it's like a small pheasant, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you roast it, or you fry it? Yeah, you roast it. Not much fat on it, so you need to, like, put some bacon or something around it if you got it. I'll try. You want to try it a little bit? I'll try a little piece, yeah. Can, you, can, you got a few minutes so yeah. I can go get it? All right. They were packaged. I was about to cook them, but we had a whole bunch, and we weren't going to be able to eat them all. They need, they'll be fine if you want to cook them tomorrow. Holy shit, that's wow, quite a bit. thank you. So, wow. they're good. You'll like them. It's, I mean, it's just like chicken. It's yeah. just a little bit more gamier. Yeah. I will, um, yeah, I'll go online. And let me know what you think you, of them. How you make yeah. them. Yeah. So, but they're good. You'll like them. They're very small, so you got to eat a lot of them. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, all right. You. Well, like a Cornish hen or something. Yeah, mm, yeah, exactly. So, all right, guys, have a good one. All right. You're Sorry to good. bother you. That's all right. You take care. Thank you. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash pedal on the radio. All right, guys, I know this has been kind of a different podcast today, and I do apologize, but I'm trying to keep my streak alive, and I got to do what I got to do. When I have other personal engagements that I promise to do, and I've been helping out my parents a lot, 
my mom and dad, they don't ask me for a lot. So like I said, today's podcast is going to be a little different because it's not me just talking about stories, topics, opinions, commentaries, any of that stuff. I'm just going to be recording because you know what? I know, I don't even know why I'm apologizing because I think some of the best radio, the best content that I do, is just the stuff that I record and then I play back to you guys. People love reality. Why do you know when I first started in radio was right at the beginning of reality TV and that was all due to Survivor the TV show Survivor we even did a bit we kind of ripped off Survivor on the monsters and we had some of our whack packers we didn't call them whack packers I'm just you know a lot of people listen to CERN and me saying whack packers you know what I'm talking about but it was some of our weirder listeners and we had them out on an island by a retention pond We even put an airboat. We put a goddamn airboat in the retention pond because our listeners during this survivor bit that we did had to build a shelter and the shelter had to be strong enough to outlast the hurricane. And the only thing here in Florida that we could think of that could substitute as a hurricane would be an airboat. So we put a goddamn airboat in a retention pond and they let it eat. They let that airboat eat and blew (laughs) <laughs> it blew that shelter completely off. So back to what I was saying. I digress. I get I get on rants and, and get sidetracked. But what I'm saying is reality, reality. People love reality. I, I mean, I, I, I kind of compare it to why people have fish bowls. Why do people have fresh or saltwater aquariums? They just like looking at the fish swim. And when you think about it, aquariums, fish bowls, Really not that entertaining, guys. But us as humans, we hate our lives so much that we would rather look at fish swimming in a small tank than deal with everyday life. That is why I think reality, like reality TV, reality radio, the real stuff is the stuff that people connect with. And and that's why it is. So um, I've been doing that. I had to run up to the store had to grab some stuff for my mom. This happens all the time. As my parents have gotten older, they forget things. And I asked my mom, if you listen earlier, you heard me going into the store to get my dad some of his white boy crackers, which is the tall Miller Lite twist top cans that you can put the cap back on. My, My dad loves those. So I had to go back out to get a few things for my mom. She's kind of throwing a little bit of a white trash dinner together because we ate pretty well during the day. Plus, I had to go out and get antacid. You guys have known that I've been on a diet, been watching what I'm eating. And the only thing they had to eat at my uncle's house was, I had a choice between this. My my dad and my uh, uncle had gone out fishing a couple of months ago and they caught a lot of uh, brim, crappies or whatever you want to call them. They caught a whole bunch of them, but they're so small, they don't even bother filleting them. But when I fillet fish, I I know I'm a pussy. A lot of you good old boys are going to be like, oh, total, you don't know how to clean a fish that's got bones in it. No, I don't. Because you want to know what? I take the extra time for all the fish that I catch and I fillet them correctly. And I get a piece of meat that I don't have to worry about any bones being on. I even cut off the skin, but no, hell no. These fish at the fish ride today had every single bone you could think of on top of having the skin on it. I, I, I hate eating fish that way, but I did. My mom gave me a piece of fish. 
Shit had bones galore in it. I think my mom was trying to kill me. Oh, I'm pretty sure. I know my parents love me, but times are tough. My parents put a lot of their money in the 401k, and I know that shit's got to be bad. I, I heard them talking the other day, and I think they lost. I'm not even going to go into it because my parents would be mad if I talk, but it's a good amount of money that they lost. And there's a lot of, you know. Now, the one thing I will say about this, guys, and I know a lot of white people are going to be mad at me, the percentages, the averages are in favor of white families, white people killing their own kids over minorities. You don't, you don't see a lot of black families, African-American families, or Spanish families, or any minorities killing their own kids. You only see that shit with white people. And with the way my mind works, the way my crazy mind works, with my OCDs and bipolar stuff that I deal with and anxiety, when my mom gave me that piece of fish that had the bones in it, first thing I could think about, even though my mom has never given me any any like reason to believe that she would want me to die, The first thing that went through my brain when she gave me that piece of fish that had bones in it was, holy shit, my mom and dad has taken an insurance policy out on me. And think about this, the perfect way, because when you get an insurance policy, the people that take out the insurance policy and pit that on that person, those are the first people that they look at whenever somebody dies. You know, if the person dies that the insurance policy was on, if they die, they're going to look at the people that bought the insurance policy right away. It's the perfect crime. Think about this, guys. If I would have choked, if I would have died from a fish bone in my throat and I couldn't breathe and I got food stuck in there, that's going to be labeled an accident. I mean, maybe maybe it's just because I'm crazy in the way my mind works, but that would be the perfect crime. Killing one of your loved ones with a fish bone stuck in their throat, nobody would ever, ever suspect the person of giving somebody a piece of meat with fish bone in it and causing somebody to choke. They would die. The people that took out the insurance policy on that person would get paid. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I know it was a little bit different, but I had to multitask today. I wanted to keep my streak alive, so I did it the best way that I can. I hope you enjoyed. I really appreciate everyone's support. I cannot thank you enough, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for checking out Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and share the show. Subscribe to Tuttle's YouTube page, youtube.com slash Tuttle. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. Follow Tuttle on all forms of social media at Tuttle, T-U-D-D-L-E. And email the show anytime, Tuttle at gmail.com. Additional imaging and bits provided by CCA Productions. Visit facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. This has been Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?